This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode number 141. Welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, the podcast that helps you grow your business. We bring you today's top news and tech in the restaurant space, help you figure out what's working by bringing on great guests in the industry and in the marketing world. You know, we want to have you listen to the podcast, go back to your restaurant, and build a better business. We also help you with hiring and training, uh, everything here. We do a lot of stuff over here at the podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Excited for today's guest. We have on JJ of JJ Dolan's. We're going to talk pizza. We're going to talk biz. He's in Hawaii. I'm not. We talk about that on the show too. So I'm excited for the show today. I think you're going to get a lot of great information. JJ is really fun to talk to. We had a fun talk. Uh, it was great to talk to him all the way over in Hawaii. And I think you're going to get a lot out of this episode, so I'm excited to share it. Before we get into today's episode of the show, don't forget, we can help you with your marketing. If you're looking to get better results, maybe you're too busy, or maybe you have no clue on where to start, we can definitely help you with our marketing platform. If you want to see if your zip code is available, because we only work with one pizzeria per zip code, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip for that. We also have a free Facebook group. If you're interested in joining our free Facebook group, post articles in there, ask questions. There's a lot of other people in there, over 100 members already. That is, just type in restaurant marketing or marketing for restaurants in Facebook, and you'll find our free Facebook group. You'll have to ask to join because it is a closed group, and we monitor who joins the group because we don't want any spam in there. Just info, no spam or selling. So you will have to ask to join, but then if you're not a spammer, you'll probably be able to join. Get some free information on that. And if you want to contact me, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com is my email. All right, let's just get into today's episode with JJ Niebuhr of jjdolens.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. With me on as a guest today, all the way from Hawaii, is JJ Niebuhr, who owns a co owner and pizza guy over at JJ Dolan's. You can find their website at jjdolan's.com. Going to join me, talk a little bit of pizza. So JJ, how are you, man? Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Aloha, Bruce. Welcome to be here. I'm very, very happy. I have to tell you, my wife's a little bit jealous that you're in Hawaii and we're in Boston. <laughs> well, listen, uh, if I told you that the weather was absolutely uh, splendid and, and wonderful going into the Memorial Day weekend here, uh, uh, I, I I hope it doesn't hurt too bad. <laughs> well, it, does, it it does since we just turned the heat off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So said, yeah, next week you could probably be turning it back on with your crazy weather. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So JJ, appreciate you taking the time out. How did you get to Hawaii? First of all, and is pizza a big thing in Hawaii? Oh man, I t- I tell you, I got I got out here in the Marine Corps. United States Marine Corps sent me out here 27 years ago, and uh, there was a. Um, a need for pizza um, back in when I got out in 93 and uh, I fell in with a, a couple of guys from Boston who opened up uh, really one of, one of the um, definitive, you know, East coast, New York style pizza uh, operations that the Island ever saw. And that was in 1994 actually when they opened up. And um, from there, um, you know, it, it was just, other people started coming out. It, it, it's funny how it all um, uh, came to fruition because it seemed like at mo- one moment there was really no good pizza out here aside from any of the chains and stuff like that. 
um, and in more of the independents really weren't able to produce a, a really good tasting, consistent East Coast style pizza uh, that we know and love. Um, so really, I think somewhere around that 1994 time frame when I fell in with those guys is uh, basically when, when things started up in the game out here. And, and, and now with the, with the, you know, where we are today with us opening JJ Dolan's in 2008 um, really has upped the game for Hawaii. Cause it's, it's the people have become more knowledgeable and you can see that in droves, uh, you know, at, at any of the pizza expos, you know, Vegas and around uh, just the, the, the amount of people um, that have a passion for this industry. So um, yeah, the availability of local products has, has helped e- immensely. Um, but really, it's the overall passion for uh, um, good pizza that's really up the game since 1994 out here. Do you, is there, the pizzeria shops that open, are they locals that open them? Or are they kind of people who come from the States uh, and then hop over to Hawaii and open a pizza shop because it's nice there? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, boy falls in love with pizza, open pizza shop, and, and, and the rest of the, the story is written. Um, <laughs> basically, there's a lot of transplanted expatriates out here, if you will. Um, but we're really all part of this same nation. But it's, it's definitely a different world out here. Um, so we call, you know, a former mainlanders have come over, you know, uh, Jersey, there's a large Jersey contingent and, 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 and Boston because the military out here is also uh, a driving force in that. So I would say it's, it's, it's a combination uh, of both, you know, coming out um, and, and having both, you know, transplanters out here from the mainland and actual local, um, local, you know, locally grown uh, uh, business entrepreneurs as well. Now, is are prices higher in Hawaii compared to stateside, or is it usually uh, the same price? Well, I mean, we're, you know, prices of cheese, you know, and and everything fluctuates as well. But you know, it's the cost of living out here is no no different than say your your L.A., your New York, um, on, on some things. You know, we yeah. uh, so as far as us getting product in here, um, we have known a, you know a, a spike just like any you know any of the. Uh, um, commodities out there like like the wheat and and the uh, cheese uh, considerably um, you know that that's the that's the two driving factors in the business obviously uh, your your dough and your cheese right. um, are, are the big things that you got to keep an eye on um, but I really don't notice too much you know um, really I mean we're our 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 cheese pizza, fourteen inch cheese pizza. You know, we're coming out at sixteen dollars, and we have a bar as well. So the bar is, you know, really a driving force to, uh, force to uh, help offset some of the food costs as well. Um, you know, we're we're not making up really on the pizza um, we're doing in the bar, and our our food costs are, are right in line. We're at you know twenty nine thirty one percent, and keeping it real simple um, cool. helps. Where in Hawaii are you? On the, where where are you located exactly? We're, we're we're on the island of Oahu, which is the main island for commerce, uh, and we're right in downtown Honolulu, right uh, um, in the financial district, just outside of Chinatown. And that's our moniker: is uh, New York style pizza, an Irish pub in Chinatown, Honolulu. So <laughs> go figure it. Wow. It's, I have a run here of talking to entrepreneurs in the pizza space that are in great areas. I just recently did a podcast episode with uh, Pizza Pie, which is a 
It's a pizza boat in the uh-huh. Caribbean islands. Oh man. <laughs> so they, have a, they cook pizzas on a boat and their customers are either people who are on boats in the area or they deliver to the shore. to. Oh my are. God. So it was pretty Dude, Just when I think I had it really pretty good out here. Now we're going on a boat in the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. Don't follow them on Instagram or Snapchat because you'll get real jealous. Okay, man. I'll take a note of that. Um, so, like, take us back to when you first opened JJ Dolan's. What was the idea behind it? What did you guys want to accomplish when you opened the doors the first time? Well, well, basically, um, I was doing pizzas uh, on a smaller scale at a Irish pub downtown, Murphy's uh, Irish pub, um, and basically, uh, I was doing a out of the kitchen. I was bartending. I was hosting, I was serving, you name it, I, I was doing it. So I wanted to craft a um, bar pie, if you will, for those familiar on the East Coast, uh, uh, a smaller version of our regular 14 inch was about maybe nine inches in diameter at the most, and a smaller, uh, you know, a lighter crust. Um, not too considerably different from what we're doing at J.J. Dones. And that took off very well down there. It was a, a supplement to the late night, uh, to, to only in the bar. Um, and that was in around 1990, uh, I would say 99 or so. Uh, and basically, um, that started morphing into, you know, hey, this is, you know, a pretty good idea. Long story short, from, from that moment on, working, um, really knew that we had a, uh, had a product that was going to be able to work. Um, took some time off, uh, made a very primitive business plan or business model and got it to a uh, uh, a person who actually can do business plans, um, put it together, and um, we started approaching uh, banks and, and, and supporters around 2007, um, and, and, and late in 2007, and basically looked at locations in early 2008, and then obviously the housing market and the crash of 2008 started. Um, so maybe our great idea to open up a pizza place down in Chinatown uh, was maybe not going to work out. We had several banks say no, and then we had a, a um, found a location and then got a call from a, a local bank here, Hawaii National Bank, who's been our bank um, from that um, eventful day, um, and really uh, stepped up. And we opened up in, in, in 2008, November. Um, when everything else seemed to be crashing around, people would come in for pizza and beer. And all we wanted to do was fill that niche that was down here in the, in that I, I did at Murphy's and just on our own scale, a bigger scale, and bringing it to uh, all the people. I mean, we, we haven't really deviated too much from that day one. Pizza, I have some fried options, you know, fish and chips, calamari, and uh, I offer a caprese and a house salad. Um, and we haven't deviated from that. Too much. I mean, and here we are, top 100 in the nation, according to Pizza Today magazine. Also, uh, you know, had us four years in a row now. So we've been very lucky, very blessed to uh, make it this far. It's not an easy business, as, as you and your listeners know, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely not. Was the well, was it busy right off the gate from you, or was it a slow climb? You, you know, actually, we, we opened uh, to uh, throngs of success from day one. Very... Um, uh, very out of the ordinary for the restaurant business. However, I think what happened was that since I worked downtown, my partner Danny Dolan worked downtown at two of the bars in the area, and we were downtown guys, also lend it to ourselves that we had the experience. So, um, and 
people knew us, you know, I, I've been downtown, you know, since 1997, 98. So um, working bar and, you know, bar industry and the restaurant business. So it wasn't like we just decided, hey, we're out, fresh out of college or something like that. Or, uh, hey, or out of the military, say, hey, let's have a crazy idea. Let's hope we actually, you know, have experience. And, and um, so I think that helped us immensely. I know it did for a fact in acquiring a liquor license as well. Um, that's one of the criteria is that they actually have, you know, somebody in the business that knows the business right. um, and that could possibly be successful. So yeah, you, um, weren't a, you, were, you weren't a plumber in New Jersey and said, Hey, let's yeah. move to Hawaii and open a pizzeria. <laughs> no, but I tell you what, since opening uh, pizzeria and restaurants, I, I could be certified as a plumber now. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Actually, you're, you're, you're a, uh, a jack of all trades. They say, right? You have to be, you have to be now being busy in the beginning and having it all organized and go well is kind of two different things when you know you were well known you kind of knew what you were doing but owning your own shop is a little bit different was there that learning oh. curve between being an employee and then owning your own place in the beginning oh with that without a doubt i mean there's a lot of um um uh bumps in the road and uh, as you go down and a lot of twists and turns that you know you can handle as an employee one way, but as an owner, you have to take a step back and, and, and take a breath for a moment um, and, and, and approach it, whether it be from, uh, you know, obviously employees, um, business dealings on, on leases, um, anything, marketing, working with, a, you know, fine marketing company really helped us uh, in the early stages as well with wall-to-wall studios um, based out of Pittsburgh you know, in Honolulu. So um, that also helped us, uh, you know, and you have to look at that. Um, the biggest thing is, you know, handling the employees um, is, is you have to, you have to really do it because the people are, are the main thing in this business, both as a, as a customer and as employees. Um, it's, it's a people business. I mean, there's no, there's no amount of um, um, technology that's going to change that in, in, in this industry, especially pizza, since it's such a wide ranging, everybody's an expert on it. Uh, food. It's, you know, quite possibly the greatest food ever created. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I think it is. That's for sure. Yeah. I guess we wouldn't be in the business if we didn't believe that's that. That's true. It's so true. What, what is it like for you to, is it the same problems you have? Like the number one question I get asked in the email mm-hmm. about is, you know, how do I find employees or I can't find any employees or it's a, I have a hard time training staff or building my team. Is it the same for you? Or is it, what's the, what is it like uh, in Hawaii to build a team and you know, well, employees? Well, it's funny you mentioning that with, because we, you know, basically, you know, with JJ Dones has been open for eight years and we just opened up a new restaurant concept in January uh, called Bethel Union, Italian pasta, um, and wine driven and, and more upscale type of version. So what I learned eight years ago with initially hiring and continue to learn, you had to do it all over again here, getting a whole new crew, getting a chef in there, getting, um, uh, you know, people and, and, you know, it doesn't work every time. It doesn't work the first time out. I've, we, we've had a, a turnover, um, you know, at JJ Dolan's initially, but we settled in and, and I think we've got some really great, uh, people with us. So it's the same thing. It's, it's going out there, fishing out there, putting it out on, on, on social media, the Craigslist, um, and see who comes in and you just gotta, you gotta weed through it. And, and hopefully, um, you'll have some stars, uh, come in, uh, who are passionate and, um, 
you really that's that's all you got to do you just got to do your due diligence and, and get people in and, and interview you have to yeah it's the people business um there's no shining star that's you know going to come in from uh i don't know some you know michelin star restaurant come in and uh blow you away uh with dishes but still not fit into your team you know right. so you you have the range of the gamut from those with no skills and fresh out of high school, um, not, you know, you're looking for a summer job. And then you have retirees coming in and, and need to find something because they uh, haven't, you know, really been able to make it out here, and you know, as, as that. So we, we run the gamut. It sounds like you have a, you have a good attitude towards it, though. A lot of people, if you have a, a negative attitude going into it, sometimes you get a negative result. No, yeah, well, you know, and it's also it's also tough out here too because um, there's a lot lot of things you could do year round, like surfing and going out. Um, so there's a lot of distractions from the uh, ordinary thing of actually going to work. Um, so for for that, you know, y- y- it's hard not to be happy out here. You know, when it's really when 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 the days are at their uh, worst. It's really not that bad out here in Hawaii. You get a rainbow pop up over your head, and it's a beautiful day. So, so it, it, it's it's you can't stay down too long. <laughs> right? Is it is your clientele mostly locals or is it travelers? Actually, uh, we're mostly locals. We're we're down in the financial district. However, um, due to podcasts like this and and some of the uh, uh, features, uh, um, uh, obviously Hawaii Five O has featured us on on film. Um, we do get a lot of travelers, but basically it's, we have uh, downtown business clientele, bankers, lawyers, professionals, um, advertising, uh, HPU, the Hawaii Pacific University is right around the corner from us. Um, so we got a lot of international students who, uh, you know, come over from Europe um, to go to school out here. Um, and we get a military contingent, you know, um, that, you know, we're very, and obviously with my time in the Marine Corps, try to stay involved in the community as best we can. Um, military community, the, we do um, events uh, with, with partners down here for uh, the people who move downtown in the Chinatown. So there's, there's been a lot of apartment buildings gone up and, and housing, um, even within the eight years that we've been uh, you know, around, you know, that has also helped our growth as, as well. Is it is it easier for people to find you now with things like social media and obviously the internet and Google? Whereas, I mean, I know you didn't start too long ago, so the internet yeah. wasn't around. But when you first yeah. were working in Hawaii in the '90s, wasn't the same as it is now, right? Oh yeah, no, not not at all. I mean, basically, you know, we we started in 2008 here at JJ Dolan's. Prior to that, there was really nobody that locally that we knew were was working the social media circuit um as much as we started doing um with uh, the advent of twitter and instagram and all this and everything else is um but basically we we started out with that concept and working with uh wall-to-wall studios and saying developing the concept uh they say hey you gotta gotta really hit the social media and at that time you know i was like what the hell social media what are we talking about <laughs> right. i mean um and it was really you know, new back then like, yeah the oh league, yeah like 2010 even you know facebook in 2010 was still pretty early yes yeah so it it, it has evolved immensely and has helped grown our business i mean i couldn't i couldn't say we would have the success we had if we did this in 1992 93 um 
and, and off to such a great start. It would have been probably a lot slower start. And also a lot of people back in that day weren't really coming down to our Chinatown area down here um, in the Arch District because it was a little rough around the edges and still is. It's, it's you know, um, you know, a little grittier version of, uh, of uh, Hawaii that people don't really get to see because it's not just Mai Tais, Mopeds, and Waikiki. I mean, there's living, thriving uh, entrepreneurs down here um, from the design firms to uh, retail clothing artists. So, and never mind the original, you know, uh, merchants and, and, and immigrants, the Chinese that came over and, and still have their shops and family shops in Chinatown. So, um, you know, with, without the social media, it, it, it probably we wouldn't have such a fast success um, without a doubt. And now you're pretty heavy on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram, either uh, any of those stand out as one that has been working pretty well for you as of late? Uh, you know, I think that, I think the Twitter was, was the one because that's the one we post our specials on. We post daily specials on that every day. So Instagram pictures, obviously pictures worth a thousand words. However, the, the Twitter, when we post our special gets a lot of traction, you know, and, and, and of course people, Facebook, you know, I mean, wouldn't we all like to be a Mark Zuckerberg? Yes. Um, <laughs> however, thank you for the wonderful uh, opportunity, Mark, right. uh, to, put, to help our business as well. Do so, you advertise uh, on there or just do nah, just No. Just, you don't no. advertise at all, yeah. No, no advertising on the deal. And, and I think it was our demographic, too. Um, also, who we were trying to target was these young professionals and, and down here. So they were very hip to get on the social media bandwagon. And, and so... Um, even our uh, youngest, you know, people eight years ago, you know, if they were in their mid twenties, they're in their mid thirties now. Um, still get it, still get it. So you know, it's it's well, our demographic and target audience when we opened up was about that, and and really, it it still is that. You know, it, it's like they have moved on now. They have families now. They bring their families in now. You know, right. so. And but yet we still have that target audience of um, professionals, twenty somethings that from the uh, university as well. So they get it. So so it wasn't really a stretch for us. I mean, it was more of a stretch for for me to wrap my head around it. Exactly, what are we doing? <laughs> and I'm I'm only forty seven, forty six. So who runs the social media for you? Is that you? No, that is my bride Leslie. She handles all that. Um, she was actually working for Wall Wall Studios, our branding and design company, and uh, basically a couple of years ago, um, became it became such a hotbed, you know, thing for us to stay on it and, and keep up with the Joneses that we just hired her in house um, and uh, was able to uh, buy her out of her contract over at Wall to Wall Studios, and she's working for the family business. That's great. So does she just say, "Hey, this is this is what we're going to do today," and you just do it? Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> I meant I in the business. Yeah, she, she's sitting right over here. Of oh, course, okay, I, yeah. <laughs> that goes for a lot of things. Yeah, I was gonna say I meant for at work. Yeah, at home, I know I know that's how it goes at home, but at work, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah she does I'm, a great job on all 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 those social platforms. So, kudos to her. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're um yeah, kudos definitely to her and her team of our pet Monty the cat. Yeah, that's a lot of ins- inspiration as well. But no, so, really, it's a job I couldn't I couldn't even fathom. 
it's a lot of work nowadays because all these like uh, Twitter was probably what you started on, then Facebook, and then now Instagram and things like Snapchat and email marketing always oh. come up. So it, it, there's these new social platforms that keep popping up all the time. You have to learn them and then learn how to communicate on them while still doing all the other things you used to do. And, 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 and you, you know, you have a, I mean, obviously, you know, better than any of us, you know, the, the, the whole marketing and it's, it's a, it's a tool that costs you nothing, but gives you everything. Right. You know, it, it really, in the end, it, it costs you nothing to post on a, a, a Twitter. It's just, yeah, it's just your time. Just work, yeah. like a little bit of work, yeah. a little bit of elbow yeah. grease, just like anything else. Yeah. Right. That's it. So what's you said you're opening a new restaurant? Is that open now? It, it actually is open. We have a, it's called Bethel Union, and it's a pasta, wine, and spirits bar. Um, trying to fill another niche here in the Chinatown community arts district down here. Um, we opened January fifth. Um, we have an extensive wine list. Uh, you know, a little bit more upscale than JJ Dones for beer and a shot. We're doing you know pasta and wine. Um, right here and it's only 100 steps down from JJ Dolan. So we're still reinvesting in this community. Um, and once again, Hawaii national bank stepped up uh, and, and, and gave us a loan to, to get this thing rolling. So um, yeah, we're, we're hoping, come on out to Bethel union. When you come out to Honolulu, you know, we can always get your pizza and beer, JJ Dolan, but try some pasta. I mean, there's noodles in Chinatown. These are just the Italian version. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> My daughter, actually, her 16th birthday, she wants to go to Hawaii. So, Oh, really? A couple more years, maybe we'll be out there. C- c- well, please. I, I mean, I, I hope you can come out sooner, but sweet 16, there you go. Yeah, it's a long flight from Boston. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, it is. Um, let me ask you a question about opening a second location, because I'm sure a lot of people are thinking about that at home. Um, how long did you prepare for that second location to open? And did you hire extra employees at JJ Dolan's in order to move over there? Or was it two separate things? Well, basically it it is two separate things. It, um, it was formerly a restaurant, um, that closed, uh, about two years ago. So that put us at 2015 in March. Uh, and then around April of 2015, immediately after it closed, the landlord um, approached us and said, hey, we're wondering if you guys are thinking about doing another concept or doing something. We'd love to get you in here. Um, they're big fans of uh, J.J. Dolan's. And I was like, ah, maybe, you know, we, you know we're, we're still trying to figure it out. And then, you know, what would be the concept, you know? And, and there was a lot of people um, saying, well, I, we do catering at JJ Dolan. So a lot of stuff that's not on the menu, our simple menu, I do pastas and, and stuff and, and uh, grilled meats and seafood and stuff was sort of another outlet. And there was really, there's really no um, good Italian consistent um, pasta and, and down in the downtown area. So we thought that was a niche we could follow. So um, basically it was, Six months of maybe, who knows, let's see. And then they really gave us a great deal. And that would be one of the key to the success is getting a good deal on your lease um, initially and working with a landlord that wants to work with you. Um, so that afforded us the opportunity to do a year and change build out, which really was a complete regut of the whole place. Um, as scary as it is, um, you go in thinking you're going to have a turnkey and the next thing you know, you really have to get into your, 
uh, roll your sleeves up and start really um, getting at it. So that was, you know, um, always the, the, the fear in the business is, you know, hey, it's a turnkey operation. You can go in there and open. It's like never is. It never is. <laughs> That's true. And, oh, my goodness. So we actually put a, a, quite, a, quite a bit of uh, money into it to redo it and, and made it a, a brand new restaurant. So, um, you know, it, I think overall, I think we thought about it for about four or five months. And, and, and it's in our community. And we thought we would be able to make a go at it. As far as hiring any extra people, no, because it was so close. Um, I was able to do day-to-day operations up here at J.J. Dolan's and run down the 100 steps to go into the new spot and, and do during build-out and handle any questions. So once again, it was a lot of time and energy spent, um, you know, going back and forth. But, you know, 100 steps is 100 steps. You know, it's, it made it far easier um than having to try and open up another location several miles away or something was it the first few months difficult over there um as far as uh opening we, we opened january so we're still having our difficult time if you will <laughs> <laughs> is it has it been we, as successful in the beginning as jj uh, dolan's was absolutely not jj dolan's was an anomaly and and pizza and beer however we are hitting our strides right now we're actually making uh um you know uh money so money's no longer bleeding out um, during the build-out phase <laughs> and everything like that. Yeah. So we're actually, I think, hitting our stride. And once again, social media is playing a very big part in, in that as well, um, getting people on board. And really, it's a revival of all of Chinatown as well um, that has brought in so many other restaurants. I mean, we have a couple blocks away over, uh, we have a, a, you know, a James Beard uh, chef. Uh, and then you have another street over you have a mom and pop um um chinese restaurant that's been critically acclaimed out here uh as well so you run the gamut from what we're doing with pizza to high-end james beard type stuff um to your just neighborhood dive bars you know so it's it's a whole it's a whole it's the community as a whole i think is has really lent itself to the success of restaurants and the failure of some others. Cause if you don't, if you don't keep your, your game going, um, you're in, 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 in this area, as it stands right now, you're not going to last. You really have up your game since 2008. If you kind of plan to open up a pub and restaurant down here and, and um, I get one of the best uh, comments that I get and, and, and accolades is, you know, when I get some of these restaurant people that decided to open after J.J. Dolan's, they said, well, hey, you guys did it, so we thought we could do it, too. So, if anything, we spurred some people on, even though we're the uh, we're just really the new old guys, you know, I guess <laughs> is what's happening. So, a lot of young restaurateurs are coming on, and a lot of people who went to the mainland, born and raised here, went to the mainland, and had success in, in big city San Francisco, Seattle, New York. Um, I can go on with Chef Leanne Wong. Um, and and Chris Cagioca coming back here and, and doing what they these guys are doing, you know, it, uh, yeah. they, want, they wanted to come back home. I think the internet, like you said too, like social media and the internet makes it a little bit easier to be able to do that because you get a little bit more exposure. You know, you can oh. people can find you a little bit easier. Yeah, and then you know, I, I mean, basically, you know, you can Google any any restaurant you want, and then you can go straight to it and. 
there'll be more information at your fingertips and, 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 and knowledge uh, about a particular chef or restaurant that you didn't have years ago. You know, you, oh, well, what are they, you know, it, you have bios now and, and um, it's, it's, you know, I, I mean, and it is that, you know, we're, we're in that age, you know, of, of uh, social media and the whole deal. It, this, this, this wasn't going to go away. I mean, you, you have to utilize these things out here. Totally. Especially in Hawaii. Yeah. What what point of sale system do you use for JJ Dolan's? We are we actually are big fans of Revention. If anybody from Revention's out there listening, we actually uh, purchased the Revention system for the Bethel Union on our new spot as well. Um, so those guys, we you know we meet up with them in Vegas and um, uh, made a deal, and we actually put in our we were a little slow to put in a POS system. Um, at JJ's, we were strictly going uh, old cash register, um, but as cash is sort of no longer being king, we do about 90% credit cards. We just found it was, uh, and what an eye-opening tool um, to have, you know, that you sort of begrudgingly didn't want to get rid of the old cash register. And um, But yeah, really, um, you, I still don't utilize as much as I can, but I got my managers and, and, and they're we're all using it, you know, so it's really, we've, we haven't had any problems with them at all. We nothing but glowing reports. Nice. Do you do online ordering there too? Um, no, we'll, we'll some, some of it for the new restaurant. We, we do online ordering, uh, through vendors, but as far as any online ordering for to goes or anything like that, we haven't even delved into it because we are a bar and I'd like people to come in and, have a drink and wait for their pizza and maybe have another drink. And so, right, so right. yeah, I, the longer I get to keep them in the bar and I, I, I can get hands on time with them. And then you can talk to them and say, keep them there a little bit longer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Then they can walk home. Yes, of course. Or they could use that Uber. That's true. That's another technology <laughs> that's not taken over. Exactly. If you could give JJ, if you could give someone some advice that's either looking to get started in the pizza industry or maybe they're struggling right now, what kind of advice would you give them? Oh my goodness. Um, get out. The advice, yeah, the, the advice I got for my mentor, uh, Don Murphy, who was at Murphy's Bar and Grill. And I talked about opening up a bar many, many years ago um, when I first met him in 93. And, and, and now we're actually uh, a third of the partners uh, at Ferguson's Irish pub. It's another Irish pub we uh, actually own. So we got three. Um, he said, don't do it. However, <laughs> I'm not going to go that route. I'm not going to go that route. I, I think the biggest, uh, you got to really look at your core product, have one core product that undeniably is better than anything else out there and believe in it. And don't let anybody tell you, no, if, you really truly believe that you have a great pizza and you're ready to offer it to the world. You got to believe in it. 110%. You got to. Yeah. I just actually yeah. talked to Billy Manzo not too long ago in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. He said the same thing. Okay. So you got to make sure you have a really, really great product. If you have a great product, everything else will come yeah. into place. You know, hand in hand, hand in hand with that, you know, it, it goes the great product but consistently be able to deliver it. Um, that, 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 that's, that's the key. You, yeah. If it's, it's amazing that people come in and, and, you know, the biggest compliment I get to is, is, Hey, Oh my God, I had a slice of your pizza and it just took me back home. Whether that home is in Providence, whether it's in New York city or anywhere they find great New York style pizza. Um, 
that they, that's the biggest thing because then we nailed it, you know, because we're just a small little island out here in the Pacific. Yep. There's no marketing <laughs> that's going to help a bad product. <laughs> no, 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 that's true. Except Domino's. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much, JJ. Go check out JJ Dolan's at jjdolan's.com. They're at on Instagram at JJ Dolan's. They're at JJ Dolan's on everything Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and jjdolan's.com. JJ, thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Thanks so much for joining us on the show. Anything uh, you want to say to anybody leaving or anything specific you want them to do? No, I tell you, I tell you right now, you, you nailed it, Bruce. I just want to say thank you. A uh, pleasure really talking with you and, and getting the word out there, uh, especially about our industry, man. Pizza rules. Aloha. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Special thank you to JJ for coming on and sharing his story, taking the time out of his day, his busy day with two places going on right now, just to sit here and chat with us for 40 minutes. So thank you so much, JJ. If you want information about JJ Dolan's or want to check them out on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com and just type in JJ in the search bar. It'll bring you to this episode. It doesn't matter when you are listening. If you want to find new customers in your area, and you want to use a little bit of direct mail, and you want to find those new people who just moved in, contact Susan at OurTown.net, can set up a new mover program. And what this new mover program does is it locates people who have just recently moved into your area. You can create an enticing offer from your business. It's personalized to them. They come in, they redeem it, and then it's trackable. Yes, that's right. It's trackable so that you can follow up with them. And it doesn't matter how big your city is, they can work with you to create a budget to locate the right amount of people. We've created a whole page. If you go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash our town, it's going to bring you to a page. It's going to give you a little bit more information. There's a quick video there. You can see some testimonials. You can get Susan's email address. Her phone number is 480-678-1366. And if you tell her that you heard of about her and her program on the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. She's going to give you about $100 off the setup fee, okay? So you're going to get $100 off. You can get a great new mover program going exclusive to your area, and you get $100 off. So head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash our town. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, we help you with your marketing. If you're too busy or you're confused, head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. See if we can help you with your marketing. See if it's even available in your zip code. A lot of great podcast episodes coming up in the near future. You should definitely say hello to me on Twitter. I am at Irving Media. On Facebook and Instagram, I am Smart Pizza Marketing. Watch out for our videos, our live shows, and subscribe if you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher Radio right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Help us out. All right, guys. Hope you're having a great week. We'll see you on the next episode of The Ship.